Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And once again, I'm so glad to be here with you for this week's episode, which is about how to set up your midlife for more excitement. Specifically, I'm talking about reviewing seven ways to bring excitement back to your future. And I must say, I was pretty proud of myself when this little title for the episode fell into place. (laughs) It's funny with naming these episodes. I usually play with the words quite a bit before I nail it down and create the little graphic. And this title made me smile. Seven ways to bring excitement back to your future. Emphasis on your future, because that's really what we're talking about today. The groundwork. What will support you as you create what it is that you want in your future? This is going to be a good one. So many of you complain about this. It's almost like, what happened? I used to be so much fun. (laughs) I get it totally. And don't worry, you are not alone. But first, this episode is sponsored by the 50 Unplugged Mastermind. Applications are now open, and when you join, the virtual July retreat is included and just around the corner. Now, let me tell you why the 50 Unplugged Mastermind just might be perfect for you. You have probably figured out that feeling tired of being stuck and confused about what you want to do going forward kind of sucks. And, you know, maybe it's your job, maybe it's the empty nest thing, or maybe you've been in a bit of a midlife funk for a while now. Whatever it is, it feels like a big, frustrating waste of time. (laughs) And as you know, time is a big deal now, and it's too precious to waste. You might even feel, with the pandemic and all, that it's not the right time for you to be thinking about your future. I get that, but, my friend, I actually think it's an amazing time to be thinking about your future on purpose. Dreams, ideas, plans. It all starts with your mind and learning how to make this kind of thinking a priority for you. If you don't prioritize the thinking part, nobody will, and more valuable time will likely fly by. 50 Unplugged is really the best way to work together to help you work through all of this. You learn to focus on what you can do with your next chapter instead of what you like to think about, which is what you can't do. It's with an intimate group of women, too, who are ready to make a serious commitment to themselves to work on creating a big personal transformation and finally being crystal clear about what it is that they want. Now, this is pretty powerful. Imagine becoming courageous in midlife now of all times, (laughs) trying things that you used to be afraid of, getting out of your own way so that you're more comfortable and intentional about allowing yourself to be happier, knowing what you want and being excited about it. Imagine finally putting yourself first and not feeling guilty. Big difference from the way things are now. The thing is that there is a cost to staying stuck and you probably don't think about it this way, but regret can be painful. So if you are ready to roll and do some serious but fun work on yourself to finally get out of your own way, 
head right over to www.talktosuzy.com and grab your kickstart call. Let's talk about if this mastermind is a good fit for you. Okay, speaking of excitement, let's dive into today's topic, which is how to actually set up your midlife for exactly this, more excitement. Kind of like laying the groundwork so that it's easier for you to move in that direction because for sure, you haven't been doing this. We were laying the groundwork for excitement in our 20s. Think about it. Maybe in high school, but it's been a long time. And if you are like so many, you figured out what you wanted, perhaps a degree from a certain college, a career direction, getting married, buying your first house, traveling, and you basically set yourself up to accomplish exciting goals. And then 25 years or so went by and nothing major has likely happened to set your next chapter up for excitement. I'm not saying that exciting things didn't happen, but what have you done to set yourself up for that next exciting chapter? Perhaps you haven't given it much thought other than it just feels so daunting or confusing. I'm always confused. That's my favorite emotion. (laughs) It's my go-to way to stay stuck. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's talk about being excited. Here's how excitement is defined. It's a feeling of great enthusiasm and eagerness. So when you break that down, you want to be eager and be enthusiastic about your midlife plans, your career, your next chapter, your milestone birthdays, aging, and your empty nest, that sort of thing. Synonyms are words like delight and anticipation. Who and what do you think about when you think of someone who has an exciting life? Who is that person in your mind? Do you go to someone you know or someone you don't know, like perhaps someone famous? Why did that person pop up in your mind, do you think? Was it wealth, fame, flexibility, beautiful home, fitness, lots of friends, lots of travel, type of job, type of family, flat stomach, (laughs) grandchildren, great marriage, who knows? There's so many reasons to be excited about. And guess what? They're not the same for everyone. Now, you might get excited about the idea of more travel in your life. I know now's a little weird, but in general, in the good old days, (laughs) someone else might get excited about less travel in her life. You might get excited about being really social and active and having tons of friends and opportunities with people. Someone else might get excited about finally honoring her introversion and be excited about focusing only on a few close relationships. There's no right answer here. What matters is to figure out what it means for you. And I wonder if you notice that excitement is a feeling. As a listener of the podcast, I'm sure you know what that means. Feelings are caused by thoughts. Therefore, the way you think about different aspects of your life and your plans will actually create your feelings. Taking that one step further, if you want more excitement in your midlife, in your next chapter, it's going to come down to what goes on up there in your brain, your thoughts, the way you think, your actual sentences in your mind, those little things. Your thoughts will create the feeling of excitement, or like I said, enthusiasm, eagerness, being delighted and full of anticipation. 
Your thoughts will create those feelings. Now let's take a little walk down memory lane, shall we? (laughs) I remember a few times in my life I was tingling with excitement about my upcoming plans, my next chapter. The first example is high school marching band. Band camp, to be specific. I know there's a lot of jokes made about band camp, but for this example, it's not a joke. (laughs) Now, not so much the first summer just before 10th grade, though. I was excited for sure, but I didn't understand the depth and meaningfulness of the experience that I was on the brink of having. But the next summer, the one after 10th grade, that one was different. My band, the North Penn Marching Knights of Lansdale, Pennsylvania, had just won a national championship the year before, which was my first year, and I had never experienced anything quite like that before. In terms of a team type of experience for me, it was it was a first. Like I was never in sports or anything competitive, so it was completely new, and I was so committed to give my absolute best. I loved the whole experience. And in terms of a musical experience, it's hard to describe. Again, it's so strong and amazing and so challenging and so beautifully powerful. Our musical ability was so precise. Like this was a big band. There were 180 students, including Bandfront. And it was, it was a lot of people being so focused and playing together and moving together. And being part of a well-orchestrated wall of sound like that was a very... Um, amazing. It was just such an amazing experience. And I would say also a really proud experience. And I wanted more. So that next summer, I was beyond eager and enthusiastic to do the hard work, make the commitment and dive in at the highest level. I wanted a leadership position too. And I got one. I was the leader of the saxophone section. It was so much fun. And anyone who was part of a competitive high school band experience knows The band camp wasn't all fun and games. We practiced on a very hot parking lot, which was, you know, it was painted and it had all the lines and the hash marks of a football field. Did I say it was hot? Oh my God, so hot. And there were long hours, but it was so much fun and so rewarding. And I was thrilled that I had two more years of that experience that was the best. It was one of the best experiences of my life. Now, The next experience that I can remember being tingly like that, tingly with anticipation and enthusiasm, was going to college. Again, that was another next chapter. The feeling was almost electric, and I couldn't wait. I wasn't afraid. I loved that it was a fresh start. I loved that it was completely new. I had even made a big decision to start using my name Susie again. I'd been called Sue. All throughout junior high and high school, I thought that was cooler, right? It sounded more mature. (laughs) I was totally ready to move away too. Again, I couldn't wait for this next chapter. It really was exciting. There are more tingly times that I'm remembering now that I'm focusing on it, but these two really stand out. So as I'm talking about band camp and as I'm talking about going to university, what's coming up for you? What plans did you have for your future that you were super excited about. It's a little different for us now, wouldn't you agree? Are you tingling with excitement about anything? (laughs) When we get tingly, we usually get worried that something's wrong and we make a doctor's appointment. 
It's kind of like we got a memo from Larry David himself and curbed our enthusiasm for the future. I totally love that show, but really, that's the attitude of the show. Curb it. Come on now, curb that enthusiasm. It's so weird, too. Being at this phase of life usually means that you're older and wiser and probably a bit more settled financially. If you have kids, they're probably older. And when you look at it on paper, it seems like you would have the groundwork set up already for more excitement in midlife, but not so much for many women in the middle. There are so many things you could be super excited about, but you're not. So if this is you, don't worry, you're not alone. In fact, my clients tell me this all the time. They know they are prime for exciting times ahead in midlife, but they aren't excited. And the reason is because of their thoughts, of course. Your thoughts stink. Not about everything. But if this is resonating for you, the reason you're not excited is because of your stinky thoughts. And that's what's going on for you. It's not that you have a character flaw, that you're not capable of feeling excitement about your future, about aging, about empty nest, about any of that stuff. It's also not that you're boring. It's not that you're not fun anymore either, even though that's what your kids think. <laughs> it's not that it's impossible or that you don't deserve it either. The answer, my friend, is that you're allowing your mindset to block you. You're basically getting in your own way without your permission. So what's happening instead is that you're trying to climb a mountain without the right gear. Now, do you have a confused look on your face? <laughs> Was that a weird analogy? I'm doing my best. <laughs> you're trying to go from here to there, but you don't have what you need to help you make it more exciting, which is your mindset. Now, you might be thinking, how can this be when I want to make sure that I have an exciting life, right? You want it. So why is there a problem? And I think that is a great question. Wanting an exciting life isn't the same as believing that you deserve an exciting life. Wanting to be eager and enthusiastic about your next chapter isn't the same as you believing that you can create an exciting next chapter. Do you follow? Those pesky thoughts, they're at it again. <laughs> so I pulled together a little gift for you. I summed it all up and it's called Seven Ways to Bring Excitement Back to Your Future. Okay, the first thing you need to do to lay the groundwork for your exciting next chapter is to know your why. You have to give some thought to connecting with why you want what you want. Go there. Don't just assume that it's like every other part of your life. It's different. This thing that you want or want to experience is part of your future. It's important to you. It might even be one of the most important aspects of the future that you want to create. So ask yourself why. What do you make it mean that it's a priority for you? Why does this thing or experience turn you on so much? Why is it so meaningful? Understanding this will help you connect to what you're focusing on, which is creating your future on your terms. How great is that? Now, the second way to bring excitement back to your future is to be open to being extremely uncomfortable on your road to excitement. When you really think about why something is exciting, even with a definition, you see that it's not the same for everyone. Some people think golf is exciting and want more of it in their lives. For me, this is not exciting, but whale watching is. You see what I mean? 
it's so subjective. But some things that you really want in your future freak you out a little bit, but you're drawn to them anyway. Now, this is what happened for me when I went ziplining in Costa Rica with my family. When I thought about it, I was excited. I mean, what's not to get excited about? Costa Rica, the lushness, the beauty, the nature, my family, all things that were exciting. And when I thought about the actual zip lining, I imagined being just above the trees, whooshing by and occasionally feeling some leaves rush by my skin. I did not imagine being about 500 feet above the trees. (laughs) I didn't imagine flying head first in the Superman position either. This all completely freaked me out. So I figured, well, this is exciting. (laughs) I couldn't deny that it was exciting. So I pushed myself. I decided I could close my eyes. I remembered my son had a GoPro. I could watch it all later. And I did it. There was lots of discomfort, but a definite adrenaline rush. It was exciting and I had no regrets. And I might add, also no plans to do it again. (laughs) But this is what I mean. Your mindset will have to shift to allow pushing yourself like this. If you don't work on your thinking, your brain will freak out and think you will die and close the whole idea down. You have to think thoughts that allow you to support creating the excitement that you want. Now, it doesn't have to be ziplining or anything scary like that, like skiing or jumping out of a plane, for example. It could be joining Toastmasters or taking tap dancing or performing in community theater. You might have an idea for an experience you want, but then close it down because it's too scary. The idea of this tip is to be open to be prepared for allowing discomfort to bring excitement back into your future. It is going to be uncomfortable, but this means thinking on purpose so you're ready. The third way to bring more excitement back into your future is to simply allow yourself to dream. This usually means two things. First, you need to be more structured with thinking about what you want. And second, you need to be more playful with your ideas. Here's what I mean. Being more structured might mean that you actually have to have prompts to help you remember to dream. You might need to do a vision board or you might need to sit down and have a prompt in your journal. It's so common at our age not to bother. We tend to be so practical and it feels indulgent to focus on things that aren't. And this gets you into the no dream zone pretty quickly. (laughs) Now, the other thing I mentioned is the idea of being more playful. And what I mean is allowing yourself to entertain ideas and not be judgmental about them. Go out of your way to be silly on purpose, to think something far-fetched and a bit extra. Sometimes you don't end up focusing on the first out there idea too much, but it served its purpose enough to jostle your brain a bit to think differently. You never know, maybe it'll work. Maybe it can work. Maybe it will be amazingly exciting when it works. Okay, the fourth way to bring more excitement into your future is to ask yourself to be honest about what you don't want to regret. Now, it might be a purchase. It might be an experience. It might be a habit. Sometimes it can be challenging to nail down thoughts about regrets. But trust me, thinking about regret proofing is a way better idea than experiencing regrets. 
And when you regret-proof your life, your life can be pretty exciting. You're doing all kinds of things with intention, no matter what. Okay, the fifth way to bring more excitement into your future is to become a planner. I would bet on two things. I bet you're a great planner for everyone else in your family and have been for most of your adult life. And I also bet that you own a lot of planners. (laughs) Here's the thing. Having a planner and being a planner for everybody else (laughs) is not always going to work to help you go out of your way big time to plan what it is that you want to create this exciting future. Nothing happens by accident. It takes colossal effort to move the dial forward on your life. And when it's an exciting life that you're after, you have to work on your mindset and learn how to think on purpose so that you're prepared to create the feelings necessary for a commitment to this type of effort. Seriously, working diligently on creating what you want will pay off, but it will take focus and you will need some clean and intentional mental hygiene to keep your mindset in check and working for you, not against you. Here's one of my examples. A few years ago, I decided to focus on taking several really special family trips with all of my kids, my three sons, before it was no longer possible. So do you know what I mean? It gets more difficult when the kids get older. So I wanted to book these trips, really special trips, before there were job commitments, girlfriends, like other people and things that got in the way that made the kids want to commit put their commitment elsewhere. (laughs) So I talked to my husband about it. I'm like, I think we need to make this a priority. So we decided sailing was going to be a good way to do it. We're going to take a sailing trip. So we took the first sailing trip in the summer and it was fantastic. So it was when uh, there was a, a time where there wasn't camp. So that was a whole phase where we couldn't take summer trips. And then that phase ended and we were able to go away in the summer. Well, it was an amazing trip, but there were two hurricanes in one week, and we were on a sailboat, but that's another story for another episode. (laughs) I did blog about it, and I'll put the link in the show notes, but yikes, nothing like watching a hurricane, like hurricane force winds from the porthole that's only a foot or so above your head in bed on a sailboat. (laughs) But I digress. (sighs) Anyway, the kids started to go off to college. And then things became more complicated in terms of finding a time, like I mentioned, that everybody could go on a trip together, this family sailing trip. And it looked like Christmas week was the most guaranteed time for us to travel, that that was actually going to be the easiest. Of course, it was also the most expensive, but that's what it looked like. Everybody had different schedules and different universities and different exam schedules. Anyway, then I had that realization that I needed to plan this sailing trip, and if it was going to be over Christmas with kids this age, I'm just going to need to do it like way in advance, way in advance. And when I spoke to the sailboat company, it's really cool, but to get this kind of a trip on a Christmas week at one of the destinations that we specifically wanted because of scuba, it needed to be three years in advance. Can you believe it? three years in advance. And that's what I thought. Are you kidding me? This is crazy. How can we plan in advance? How can we expect the kids to plan in advance? 
but I was really committed to it. And I'm like, well, it is Christmas week. Everything does seem to stop for that week. We celebrate Hanukkah, so that wasn't a problem. (laughs) So I was like, you know what? I think this is going to work. It seemed crazy when I realized what I needed to do to make it happen. And I definitely resisted it. Like I just explained to you, it was, can this really be true? Three years? But the more I talked it through, the more I realized that to create this amazing and exciting experience for my family, this is how it was going to have to happen. This was the exciting life that I wanted. So big time planning was definitely in order. So here are some thoughts that might be useful when you have to prepare yourself to think on purpose like this to plan. So something like, I know that this effort will create what I want. I'm learning to enjoy creating more excitement in my life instead of rolling your eyes like this is ridiculous. I'm learning to take planning seriously if I want to create my life with intention. So those three thoughts are the type of thoughts that might be useful for you and you really won't know till you give it a try. But if you're trying to plan something that you're really excited about and you know will help you bring excitement into your future, then you probably are going to have to go above and beyond to make it happen. Okay, the sixth way to bring more excitement into your next chapter is to say yes more often. Now, this concept is as much about planning. Well, unless it's about remembering to plan, to think on purpose, that is. (laughs) It's about getting used to saying yes instead of what you're likely to be more attracted to saying, which is no. And a lot of times you'll say no out of habit. Now, there are so many reasons why you might love saying no. And I agree, getting better at constraining and being more simple in terms of your life in general There's a lot of support for that. There's a lot of reasons why that's a good idea. And there are many times when saying no is the best idea. But what I want you to do is to tune into why you're saying no. And if it's fear, I would like to suggest that you reconsider. Making fear-based decisions isn't usually the best way to make a decision. There are so many times that saying yes will open the door to a fresh perspective or meeting new people or being exposed to new ideas having new experiences, and this is often the stuff that excitement is made of. And here we are, the seventh way to bring more excitement back into your future, to believe that you deserve it. Yes, I said that. Believing that this amazing, exciting life that you think about others having can also be yours that you're worthy, that you deserve it, and that you have the ability to create it, this, my friend, comes directly from your thoughts. It's not your DNA. It's you believing in yourself to be able to go out there and create it according to your personal definition. The life you crave can be yours. Excitement is a feeling. Feelings come from your thinking. That's it. As intellectually simple as that. If you only think that this sort of thing exists for those fancy people, those famous people, those lucky people, that type of thinking won't create the result you're looking for. Believing that you're worth it will. Bringing more excitement back into your future is only a thought away. That's it for this episode. 
I hope you enjoyed really thinking about those seven ways to bring excitement back to your future. There's so much insight that can be had from really incorporating those kinds of ideas into your life. Now, my focus as a midlife coach is to help you waste less time spinning and feeling stuck. I think it's time for you to get excited about your life again. Being the queen of your brain domain is the best way to be. Check out the show notes with more information and links at susierosenstein.com. Download my free ebook, Nine Secrets to Get Unstuck in Your 50s at www.susierosenstein.com forward slash nine secrets. And do you want to connect more with me in the future? Join the free Women in the Middle Community Facebook group where we continue the podcast conversation. Head over to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women in the middle community. You can also work with me directly and start to make these changes that you keep talking about. Let's focus on you going from being stuck and confused to being crystal clear and excited about your future already. Enough wasting time, my friend. Book your free call and let's talk. The 50 Unplugged Mastermind is just what you're looking for. Head over to www.talktosusie.com. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one exciting thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. 